Welcome to Bonus Barrel. I'm Rob, and with me today is... Left. And... So, we've, we've come back together once again to talk about video games. Again. We like video <laughs> games, and I want to start off the episode off by talking about Fallout 4. No one's been talking about Fallout 4. Yeah, ever. no one. No one talks about it. There's like thousands all. of articles on I websites. I don't think uh, it's, it's it's one of those indie games. Right? <laughs> it's awesome. I mean, I mean, I've been playing. It. I know you guys haven't been playing it. Me and my partner, she's been playing it too, a lot. It's uh, pretty fun. It's a. Uh, I don't like those type of games usually because I don't like so open world that I that I feel compelled to play forever, and I never care about the stories. Like I like Skyrim, but they. Games like that that are that big, I usually don't like them because I like to finish games and I tend not to finish those. But this one, I just get kind of got sucked in. You know, the world's really interesting. You can do so much building towns and settlements and recruiting people is a lot of fun. And uh, I like exploring in games, and it, the game very much encourages you to do that. So you know, the combat's pretty fun too. But and the story, from what I've seen, is pretty cool. But mostly. It's the exploration. I spent the first 40 hours just not doing any quests and just checking out new areas because I don't know if it's based on, like, if they really modeled after real Boston, but there's so much shit that you can find there and, and like, off the beaten path. Is that, is that where it takes place in Mr. Yeah, it's Boston. Boston. I don't know. I've, it's cool. I've, I've never been able to get into many Bethesda games. I played Oblivion. Uh, cool, you know, logged, you know, maybe like twenty hours into it, like not a lot. I didn't like Oblivion. I, it it was okay, but something about it I found fell short, and I didn't. I tried to play Skyrim, but I couldn't get into it. And I tried Fallout Three, couldn't get into it. So I don't know. I didn't like Fallout Three either. I did, I just don't know if I can if I'm gonna. I don't cough up the money for Fallout 4, and just so far, their, their tracker for their games with me is so far not so good. So I didn't like Oblivion. And I tried playing Fallout 3, and I couldn't get into it, but I like Skyrim. I don't know if my sensitive gamer has changed over the years. Maybe that's why I like it now, or if it's just because... I don't know if maybe it's just because I just find the setting very interesting. I, it looks nice, and it's it's a really beautiful game, actually. Yeah. Maybe, that, maybe Fallout 3 wasn't as, nearly as, as nice-looking. And so I feel really engaged with the world, and also the settlement building, which is tough. I don't like the crafting games, but this one I've been enjoying it. Cra- well, crafting is such a common thing in games now. Like it's yeah. just it's just crafting, crafting, crafting. Um, okay. So it's not a surprise that they're adding it into Fallout, but it seems like it's like building, right? Like you're kind of you make entire settlements. You can put like some that. really cool stuff. So it's it's not like you're crafting, you know. I mean, you can't. Yeah, you don't really craft gear unless you upgrade. I mean, you craft potions and food. And you upgrade weapons. Yeah, okay, well, that's quite a bit then. Yeah, but, but the town building is really cool. Yeah. And you can and you can like equip all of your settlers with gear and stuff so they can better defense and you can improve your defenses, your your food, your happiness. So it's like Fallout Shelter in Fallout. Yeah, it kind of is. <laughs> it's like way more freedom because you can create, yeah. build crazy buildings, man. It's really cool. And yeah, it's fun. Um, only thing that's missing from a game like this is epic boss fights, I find. Oh, yeah. Most of the Not fights are you're fighting against you know, stronger versions of regular things. Right. I mean, there's still some crazy cool monsters and stuff, but they're not, like, unique, special, like, not like a Zelda boss fight. Yeah. And then I know it's not, not every game has to have that. Or, like, something like a Borderlands boss fight type thing. I don't know if you can play that, yeah. Uh, so that's one thing that's, like, a little bit of a, of, a, of a gripe, I guess, is the fact that, you know, it doesn't have any of those moments where I'm like, oh, shit. There is the first of the game, but, you know, when you see your first death claw, it's cool. 
But when you see them later just running around, I mean, it's still scary when you see them because they're so powerful, but they're not like, there's no that moment where something rises from, but I mean, that's not true. There actually is literally a point where a creature rises from the water and it's cool. But there's just not many of those moments yeah. yet that I've seen. But the story is really cool. And the character customizer is really good. You can sculpt the face and stuff. So. Yeah, I, I've been seeing a lot of videos of people yeah. making like John Cena yeah. and stuff like that. I think it was Megan that posted that video. Probably. It, yeah, so there's a lot of cool, cool things in the game. On the flip side, uh, on my handheld, I've been playing alongside it at Yokai Watch. Okay. <laughs> which couldn't be, couldn't any, be different. any more different. So I'm playing a, a Western RPG you can get and a very super JRPG at the same time. And I gotta say, I like both a lot. <laughs> I, I get cheered up when playing Yokai. It's not as serious. Although there's lots of goofy moments in follow up. But, but Yokai is a good, I think, is a good Pokemon replacement while waiting for Pokemon Z. What one what, what do you think is better? Oh, I like Pokemon more. But but no 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 I mean between Fallout and Yokai. Oh, I follow Four is better. Game. better. Okay. Yeah, it's a better game. I might I don't know, I probably yeah, I like it more. I mean I like Yokai Watch. I play Fallout for I don't usually play games like hours and hours on a weeknight. I play more on the weekends, but I've been playing this every night. Whereas Yokai, you know, I play here and there, so it's not like I'm addicted to Yokai like I am Fallout, even though I tend to like JRPGs more. Yeah. Anyways, that's my report for uh, Fallout Four as the only person playing it. I recommend that you out there, the listener, play it if you, because I'm the one that's going to turn you if you were on the fence before. Uh, Seiji and I both got a package today. Oh, dear. Yes. The Sky Soldier. The Sky Soldier. The Wii U Collector's Edition. Yes. Didn't we see a video for this? We did, back in like episode 18 yeah. or something like that. And weren't we all not very impressed by that video? I thought it looked pretty fun, but we were, la- Marshall was in that episode. Yeah. That's how long ago it was. And I remember chuckling at it because it, we were just we just thought it was funny. Do you like fight giants in the sky? We said it was like, like aerial um, shadow of the Colossus. Yeah, is yeah. What you and I were like thinking is that what it kind of looks like. Yeah. But Seiji, you told me before the show because it's an interesting story behind it. Very interesting. Do you guys know who Yuji Naka is? They created a that guy over there. Seiji's pointing at Sonic. Yes, I do actually know who that is. Yeah. So Yuji Naka. Uh, so after creating Sonic and dreams and. Yeah, Journey in Dreams. Yeah, I don't know what what exactly happened to him, but he was developing this game for a while. Really, he was developing this game for for the originally for the Wii. Okay, but it got into development hell. No, oh, that's always a good sign. Yeah, so never got released for the Wii. So they started working years years later on a port for the 3DS, mm-hmm. and that went into development hell as far as I'm concerned too. <laughs> right, and finally, I I don't know how they decided. They decided to put it on the Wii U. So what they did, because they had very little time, they grabbed the the 3DS version and ported it into the Wii U. Oh, God. oh my goodness! Which is strange, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So by the time they 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 announced this game, they also announced that they were going to release the original Wii version along with the Wii U version. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Yeah. I remember that. I think it, in the regular version, it still comes with the Wii version. I'm not I'm not sure about that. But hmm. anyway, the fact is that there's a version. That the, the one that we have that comes with the original Wii version, the intended creator creator vision, right? And then we have this apparently inferior version of the game for, for Wii the Wii U. So we use the weaker version. Yeah. Yes, and Yuji Naka has been very open on, on social media about that. Really? Like, telling people, hey, guys, I know the, you, the Wii version is kind of sucky, so play the Wii version. It comes both. Yeah. I didn't open the Wii Box. I opened the box and looked at the contents of the collectors, but I didn't open the actual uh, disc case yet. I'm wondering if they're both in there. Yeah, I've seen videos uh, comparing. The, it looks they look very differently. Really, the Wii version has this like cartoony colors, kind of like 
um, Skyward Sword. Yep. And the Wii version is more like very realistic. Really? Yeah. That's fascinating. And apparently people are saying that it has tons of bugs and performance issues. And but the Wii one is more fun. Apparently. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, neither of those versions have, have been getting like really good reviews. Yeah. So. I mean, I don't really... Yeah. I'll play a game if the reviews are poor, if it looks fun. I mean, I bought it. I mean, we, you and I pre-ordered it. Yeah. Like after we saw the video because Long, we're yeah. addi- I'm, I'm addicted to pre-orders. Yeah. I'm sorry, I'm addicted to uh, collector's editions. If I see a game... Like, this is a side note news. Uh, actually, I have it for a little bit later, but Odin Sphere's Collectors was announced to the PS4. It comes to art book and all that stuff. I pre-ordered it today. Yes. It looked pretty. But it comes in April. Well, like, and with pre-orders, too, uh, we were looking at the Final Fantasy Adventures. Uh, Final Fantasy... Explorers. I, was, yeah. I keep saying Adventures, but yeah. Explorers. And, like, that... You just pre-order right from Square. It's so Only we, from Square. Yeah, yes. and we were both kind of wanted it, but... I don't think we're going to be able to really... Shipping to Canada yeah. on Square site for that game by itself was $35. Yo. That's too much. So That's almost like half the price of the game, yeah. so I'm not going to get it. So I'm just going to I'm gonna put my money towards Fire Emblem. So I don't like that. I mean, I'm going to buy the game, but it'll yeah. be a regular edition. But I don't know. The Fire Emblem one, it's still you still can't get that. I've been, I was looking for I'm waiting for that, though. But that's the one that I want to get. But so. Nintendo won't relegate it just to its store I'm sure yeah. even if they do I'd probably work because there's a Nintendo Canada so I'd it would be, wouldn't be ridiculous probably not like 20 bucks I, that's my limit for something that small that's weird but yeah that's that's interesting about the uh, Rodea thing I didn't know that I'm, I didn't know that it was I'm the Sonic creator that did it might be fun It'll be, I'm going to play it at some point I get too many games in my pile right now but I'm going to play are you going to play the Wii one or Wii well U? now that I know but I might actually play the Wii one yeah. <laughs> I'm going to play both we'll try both see what I, what I like more Yeah. if uh, one looks nice than the other or plays nicer I'll play whatever is more fun mm. I got news today um, I'm going to start things off Street Fighter 5 second wave of DLC characters confirmed I saw that Did you know that yeah. Street Fighter 5 first wave of DLC characters just from IGN and 2016 is still a mystery, but Capcom is reportedly looking at more new characters for future releases. Is this game out? No. Okay. In an interview, what's up? I think February? Yeah. Oh, next year. Yeah. Okay. And I guess in an interview with GameSpot, uh, brand director confirmed Street Fighter V will have a second wave of new characters as part of a long-term plan for the fighting game. And I don't think they said anybody in particular. Yeah. Well, like, the one thing that... that I know that they've mentioned that uh, you should be able to grind out anything that you can buy. Like Mortal Kombat? Yeah. yeah. So um, I'm kind of excited just to kind of see how that's going to work. Because, um, like, it's cool enough that all these characters are coming out, but, you know, I don't want to pay for them if I don't have to. Yeah, So sure. hopefully, hopefully you can I grind mean, them out easily enough. I play for game characters in HOTS so and I don't have to. No, I know. But that's because I'm like, impatient. It depends, right? Like, but hot. But I don't pay sixty dollars for hots up front. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly, right. And it's also like you know, here's the storm in case you don't know. Yes, what I'm about. but you you know you you only earn so much gold a day in yep. Heroes of the Storm, versus maybe if you complete like a challenge mode, you unlock a character or something. Yeah, like that. I like unlock. So, I actually, that's like, very games for something. Oh else. well, like in playing Smash, it's so you know exciting when it's just like oh a new challenger approaches. You're oh, like, it's oh, not exciting if you lose. It's fucking annoying. <laughs> which has happened. You get to fight them right away though. Afterwards, you just gotta do another battle and then they're there right away. Yeah, but annoying. it is, yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I wanna, I wanna buy Cloud when he comes out and play again. Yeah, Cloud. It'd be cool if you just unlock them, but well, it's DLC. So. It's he's gonna be DLC, yeah, of course. But then, then, do we even talk about, like, Cloud Amiibo? Because that's going to have to happen. I think we mentioned it. Yeah. I'm excited for that's it. That's cool. I like oh, yeah, that. man. I'll get two. I said I get two of them. 
But the Wii U should get a version of Final Fantasy. It should. I, I wouldn't be surprised if the remastered port that's coming out for PlayStation as well, maybe they put it in Wii U and Expo too. It would make sense. Oh, or even if they just threw it in the, the virtual console part. Yeah. Yeah. Unlockable with the Amiibo. Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> that'd be pretty cool. That's all. That's that's quite a bit for that is an Amiibo. Bit. It's like the full Final Fantasy game. Six Everybody has game. access to seven. They no, it's... It. it's yeah. yeah. I don't know. I, it'd be nice to see that. I think they should do it for like a cross promotion. I mean, Squeenix gets more money from Nintendo fanboys who didn't buy any PlayStation stuff growing up and... Could this be a reconciliation of Nintendo and Squeenix? I mean, they were like they Squeenix is big making a bunch of games. Yeah, for, like for the 3DS, yes. Yeah, but, you know, not many Wii games. I'm trying to think of some of the last. But it was fun of it to see uh, Rings of No uh, Echoes of Time. I think was a DS game that they ported to Wii, and the Wii version is is terrible. There was that game. There was Crystal Chronicles. Crystal Bearers on Wii as well, which I played this year and it's actually pretty fun. But no Wii U games, right? And nothing for Wii U. I mean, there hasn't been much third party for Wii U in general. But I'm trying to think. There's a few on Wii. There's Chocobo's Dungeon on the Wii. So, and there's some 3DS stuff. Oh, did you new Chocobo Dungeon? I didn't know that. Yeah, uh, well, it's not new. It was, it was, but, well, for... 2010-ish. But, yeah, well. Yeah. Newer than the one for PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so they, they do stuff, but they never do main... The main ones have not returned, other than virtual... That's not entirely true. On DS, they had some the up the port for three that they did the remastered three and the remastered four, which was eventually put on iPhones and stuff like that. I mean those those came up first in DS, so they have a relationship. But they all the numbered stuff up until thirteen was going only on PlayStation, and then thirteen was the first uh, PlayStation Xbox three sixty one, and then fourteen was computer. I mean not counting eleven. Eleven was computer, PS two, Xbox, regular Xbox, and blah blah blah. But there are other mainline ones. Didn't 12 come out for 360 as no, well? just PS2. Games? Just PS2. PS3, right? 2. 12 is PS2. 13 is PS3. 13, 13, What 2, one's 12? 12, 12, 12 is the one with Vaughn. Yeah, I thought that was 360. No, PS2. Okay. I'll take your word for it. Oh, you should. Yeah. yeah. Good stuff, though. I, I think you're right. I think it should come. Come on up. I'd like to really see, you know... A remake of literally Final Fantasy One, like that'd be pretty cool. Like a straight For, up, yeah, yeah. I mean, For there's Nintendo. the, the sixteen ish, sixteen. No, I, version, I know, I know. But like I know. a three D one or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and with the more story yes, and some exactly, actual right? characters, that'd be pretty cool. Like, I think, I think that'd be a really cool thing to see. And like, they pretty much have to revamp the whole thing because the game is just so bare bones as, yeah. as it is. Well, I mean, it's, it is, but it's the first one. It's right? fun. Though. It is very fun, and I think I think they could do a lot with it. So that would be a cool yeah, thing. That would be see. that'd be a good like fortieth anniversary. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the thirtieth one's already passed. Is it? Yeah, maybe. I think it came out like what eighty nine, probably something so, around then. So thirtieth, thirtieth anniversary would be like ninety soon. Ninety soon. Nineteen, maybe twenty nineteen or something yeah. like that. That'd so, be a good, good thirtieth, like a remake of one. Was that their first game? Probably uh, no, I don't think so. I wouldn't no, they did other other games. Squeenix. Um, <laughs> Animal Crossing, Amiibo Festival, got released last. Yeah, did you get right. it? Yeah, did you play it? I played it a little bit. Okay, how is it? Yeah, how's your? It's weird. What stage of review? On? It's weird. It's really, really weird. But it's not bad. It's getting bad reviews. It is like getting bad. Reviews. I, I read one today on Metacritic, but I heard it's boring. So I we only played one game. Okay, and this one game, and it's actually interesting. So it starts, and you have to have the Amiibos, right? You cannot play like. 
Those are like little sticks or anything, like the little plastic fake clicks ones, like in Mario Party 10. They had the like, the, like, like the fake versions of the no. most. Oh, no, 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 in yeah, this case. Yeah. Then in this case, but just at the very beginning of the game, it tells you like, okay, so put your amiibos, and I grab my Mario amiibo, the one that I have outside of its box. Yeah, don't and I, like, put it in, a, and and then the game says nope, but you have to use one of the Animal Crossing. Animal Crossing. Oh, see, oh, and, okay, yes. okay. So I was I was trying to work around it because I. Was, <laughs> I didn't want to open the amiibo, so I, I grabbed one of my amiibo cards. Okay. And it says, no, it has to be one of the oh, Animal Crossing amiibos. That's weird. And you're like, oh, man, okay. So the, the, the good thing, kind of, is that the, this, the special edition comes with the game and two amiibos. And when you, you know how the amiibos is actually the, the amiibo packaging inside of the, of, of the box? This one is just a piece of plastic. So it works. So you, you, you can scan it, you take it off. It. No, oh, you take okay, it off okay. and, and, and there's no packaging to open, right? Just, you just remove the, the plastic thing, but it doesn't have the, the cardboard with the, oh, with the information. Yeah, okay. Weird. It's really strange. So let me ask you a quick question. You, so you have to pay for the game. It's not a free game that you buy Amiibo for. Apparently not in that they're, that's weird. That's, that's even, expensive, man. And if the game was free, it will still ask you for the Amiibo, right? Right, so, so I'm saying you have to buy the game and the Amiibos? Like, look, if you get the game for free and it works with Amiibos, I have no issues with that. But if you need Amiibos to play the game, and the game you have to buy the game too, and then buy more Amiibos, that's pretty shitty. Because then you're forced... It's like buying an extra controller a bunch of times for a game, just as a, a weird example. Well, that's how it is. <laughs> so you, Erica, Erica used the the Isabel amiibo, mm-hmm. and then it lets you go into the main screen, and it tells you a bunch of things. And then when you got when you want to go into the game, it asks you, well, how many players are going to play this game? Oh, two. Okay, so scan the amiibos for the first for, for the first player, <laughs> and and luckily it comes with two with yeah, Isabel, luckily. Isabel and Digby. So wait a second, you get a party game, you have your friends over. And you have, like, you don't know, you just open it up, it comes with two amiibos, but you have, like, six friends, you're ready to play the game, you're excited, and then you realize that you can't play because you have two amiibos. Uh-huh. That's really not good. Okay. That right there would knock the story right. down for me. So, finally we get into the actual game, and it tells you, well, you, there's a short version of it, just option settings. So, we shows the, the, the normal version, which is, you play for a month, right? So, every turn oh, right, is right. a day of the month. Yeah. So there are like 31 turns. Okay. And when it's your turn to roll the dice, you have to... It's oh, no, not that again. To, I figured. You I figured. have to pass the amiibo, right? That's a terrible and you do thing. It throws the... the <laughs> <laughs> it, it throws the, uh, the dice, and then it goes, you know, space by space, and then you land on one, and it, maybe you, there are like two currencies, or like hearts and money, yeah. and if you, if you land on a happy square, you get... Cards, and if you land on a money square, you get uh, money. And there's the opposite. Some of you lose money, and some of you lose hearts. And there, and there are combos where you get both, and you or you lose both. And then every Sunday, the the camel character, I think it's Joanne, the name of the character, comes and sells you turnips. That's nice, right? Perfect. And you you buy turnips as many as you want <laughs> in, in bunches of ten. And then every day of the week until. The next Sunday, because if you, if you don't sell those turnips, they, they, they rot. So you have to sell them. So now every square you land has a price of turnips saying if it's, if the prices has risen or, 
or decreased, <laughs> right? This game is so strange. It's okay. really strange. I'm going to say right up front, this Mario Party 10 sounds better already. <laughs> well, it sounds really complicated, but it's actually, uh, it was fun. It was fun, like, getting, uh, um, you know, tracking the prices of turnips and that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know it sounds strange. good time tracking the prices of turnips. <laughs> so I made a bunch of money for my investment, so... <laughs> At the very least, it's better than Mario Party 10, but we just played... But it doesn't it sound like it. Are there minigames? No. <laughs> so, <laughs> all you do... not sound better than Mario No, it doesn't. You, you collect... can't play with, with, unless you have Amiibos. Uh-huh. You don't get any minigames. You're, you're buying stock and turnips and <laughs> <laughs> investments. Yeah. It's like Wall Street Boy Animal Crossing uh-huh. style. I can see why the, the reviews are low. Based yeah. on your description. Uh, Eric and I had a lot of fun. That's with, good. Uh, with the one game we played, and we, we intend to play more. Well, as long as you have the amiibos. But it's a strange world. game. It's it's like you have to be open-minded. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm very open when it comes to games. I really am. But that description, I'm, I'm already turned off so much by the amiibo thing. And then, <laughs> I really thought there'd be mini-games. Yeah, me too. I thought there'd be mini-games. Like, party so, games are less I know there are mini-games in the game, okay. but not in that game mode. Yeah, that okay. game mode is... So, there's, there's stuff that happens... Like, every once in a while, some character will come, and you will play some sort of minigame, but it offers you to to pick a card. <laughs> so, there's, it's, not really a, it's not really a game. So, all they have are, are games of chance? Yeah. Not a game, pick a card. That's as bad as one of the Bowser games that I hated, yeah, where you had to just pick random bingo, bingo tickets matters, and hope you get the best. Yeah. And some lighter news. Earth Defense Force 4.1, The Shadow of New Despair, is scheduled to release December 8th. On PlayStation 4, based on Earth Defense Force 2025, Shadow of New Despair promises a steady 60 frames per second frame rate and 1080 resolution, as well as new and rearranged uh, game content. You know, I have not played a much Earth Defense Force. I think I own them. They have quite the titles. But they're they're like these B-movie-ish type of, of games, and I think they're pretty cool, actually, despite not having played a lot. You fight giant monsters and UFOs and... All that kind of shit. Uh, so I might pick this out when it comes out, actually. And that's the only... I have more stuff. I don't know about you guys. Um, I got something that I saw was pretty cool. Sweet. So they're doing uh, Valkyria oh, yeah, that one sequel too. and remake yep. um, for PS4. Yes! So I have not played the PS3 yeah. one yet. I have it, but I'll probably just wait for the PS4 one. Well, they're not sure if it's coming to North America. Yet. Hope it does. Yeah, same. So that's something I thought was I same same boat as Rob. I've never played played it for PS3, but I really like to. And if it comes to yeah. PS4, I'm I've heard gonna pick it up. Great things. Like yeah, it's just been sitting in my backlog, and I just usually give favor to new games first, and so that's why it's so far back. But if I know it or there's a chance of it coming, I might wait a bit longer to play it because I wanted to play it next year, anyways. Um, so yeah. so hopefully things work out for you, but. By the sounds of it, they they seem uncertain about it. Did well over here, I thought. Release, yeah. So so maybe, hopefully, but they're probably just saying that to get people all riled up. The second one came out here too for the PSP. Yeah, not many people. I haven't ever played it. This is PSP. PSP is a good system. Uh, free Rock Band four update coming in December for people who have Rock Band and care. Uh, Harmonix is kicking off its post-launch support for Rock Band with a huge. This is from IGN. Free update coming to Xbox One and PS4 on December 8th. Sorry, Wii U. Because Rock Band 4 will be the only Rock Band game for this console generation. Okay. Uh, oh, I see what you're saying. 
Harmonix, they're saying they're not going to have a bunch of sequels and shit, so that's good. Harmonix is supporting the game with monthly updates. Yeah, that's that's the way to do it, yeah. especially for this, Nowadays. this type of game, yeah. The first one focuses mostly on competitive and social updates, and it's coming out next one. So here's some of the features, in case you care. Leaderboard updates lets you know when you pass your friend's score mid-song, I like that. Improved instrument calibration, variable breakneck speed, more player stats lets you compare scores, new items in the rock shop. So there you go. Rock shop. People out there who's playing this game and, and uh, don't watch game news, but for some reason listen to us, <laughs> you now know what, what to would, expect. What would you play if you were going to get Rock Band or Guitar Hero? What would you get? <sighs> I don't know. I play, So I have played the new Rock Band. Uh, somewhat infrequent. Yeah. Okay. Somewhat infrequent listener of the show, Jordan. Oh, she Jordan. has Rock Band. She loves Rock Band. So I don't know like a lot of these old classics that people are into. I just don't really like like them that much. So I know that I'm boo, you're terrible, um, but I don't know. What do you so, think of, of what Harmonic said about the, it's a, it's a rock band spin-off. It's called Rock Band Boyfriend, right? <laughs> so it's a date sim. <laughs> in, in every, but I, I, I think they're having an association with Activision so they can license some um, guitar hero characters, specifically the guitars. Right, so you're a high school girl, <laughs> yeah. right? And every boy is an actual, it's a guitar hero or rock band guitar. Right, of course, just right? a guitar. It's a guitar. They're right? pretty boys, but they're also, they all have the guitar. And yeah, they, they are, have, are the guitar. They have the buttons, and you have to decide, yeah. like. So when you're they, playing the song, they're like going, oh. oh. Like, <laughs> no, 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 they are guitars. Oh. Yeah, so you're playing the song, and you're oh, yeah, and you, moan when, when yeah, you get the right yeah, chords yeah, and stuff, yeah. right? So you have to. for you. You have to get them the climax to finish the song, so that's that's that game would be. Yeah, I've heard about that. <laughs> that might be the version that Jordan had. Yeah. But in all, <laughs> yeah, in all seriousness, uh, terrible. It was okay. Like it felt just like old rock band with some minor updates. Uh, Jordan's TV is like super small, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm not used to that. So I'm like, this is gross. <laughs> Look, Jordan, okay. Jordan, upgrade your TV. Yeah, well, you know, she should. Uh, Jordan, upgrade your TV. Um, But I saw at work someone playing Guitar Hero. It looked better. But but I did not like the live action shit in the background. Oh, it looked yeah. stupid. <laughs> like, so Rock Band doesn't have that. So, okay, Rock Band wins. Let's go with Rock Band. I'm going to go with the aesthetics. They had a baby metal song on there yeah, for some reason. That's that. I was like, why is that on there? It's stupid. I mean, I, I like it, but it's stupid. Yeah, what about you? You have one of them. Guitar Hero. You like it? I played a little bit. I, I like the, the new guitar layout. Yeah, you, you were telling us about that last week. It sounds better. The, the one that... Uh, Jordan has for rock band is the same. It's like like five buttons. Yeah, it's like identical. As a matter of fact, I think you can use the old ones on this game. Okay, which is good. I think. It is not bad, yeah. but mm -hmm. I like I like the new guitar for Guitar Hero. I think I would play Guitar Hero over rock band. Yeah, you know I probably would too. Just just but no, wait, no, I already decided already aesthetically. Decided, yeah. I don't like the stupid <laughs> fucking yeah. concert shit in the background. It's so weird. It takes you out of it. They're like cameras are all moving around. I'm trying to play here. Like what the? It's distracting. I don't like. <laughs> Amiibos. What about them? Tomorrow is Amiibo Day. Is it really? Amiibo yeah. Day. Again? Mewtwo. What? Fal uh, Falco? Oh, yeah, it's I Falco, right? Mewtwo is there tomorrow? And the Mii Fighters. Shit, where at? Uh, EB Games. Well, I'm not going to get any of them. By the time I'm like, hey, if you see an extra Mewtwo, can you pick me up one? Mm. Let me know if you do, because I'm going to go after work, but I won't be there in time. Yeah, apparently they're, they're, they're going to have enough Mii Fighters. I don't know about the other ones. In, right now, so if you go to the, to the Reddit... Um, To the Reddit page of Amiibo Canada. Yeah. Right? They always have, like, the number of of, um, of people that are currently subscribed. Board. Oh, okay. And currently um, checking the, the page. This is the number tweeting EB games, right? Yeah. 
and the the other right now is super confused. Super confused. Yeah, what does that mean? 139 people are super confused. Yeah, so they they changed these titles frequently to to reflect the feelings of the community. <laughs> right? So right now, super confused because it, it's true. Like we, like, didn't the Eagles just come out last week? Yeah, I didn't buy any of the. I bought one one Animal Crossing, and I'm like, I saw them yesterday at EB, and like. I decide. I'm like, this is too many Amiibos and games. Like, some time ago, EB Games said the Mii Fighters were exclusive to EB Games. And now, Toys R Us are saying that it's exclusive to Toys R Us. So, <laughs> I'm going to go tomorrow, and I'm expecting to get my Mii Fighters there. See, the weird, the thing is kind of weird about the Mii Fighters, because it's just like a generic Mii. It's not your Mii, because there's no way you could get your Mii. You as, could. Well, I, I mean, do. they could do it. Like, didn't Warcraft have a... Uh, like, you could get your you character get as, your a character as a statue. You could do that. I, I, I order yeah. it for my own me. Yeah. Even though I don't like me. So, it's it's kind of weird. Just like, I would never want to buy a me fighter because it's just someone else's me. It's kind of weird. I'll get it because I want at least get the Smash yeah. stuff. But no, I know you do. Leroy Jenkins is a Cardinal Hearthstone. Yes, he, he is. is. That's right. Well said, CG. <laughs> oh, Hearthstone! <laughs> Have you guys played the new no. expansion? I haven't played with Hearthstone in ages. Oh, no. I'm so Full bad at it. I've given up all will to try to compete. I still play Heroes of Storm. There's a new hero. Yeah, interesting. About it last week. Interesting mm-hmm. hero too. Uh, I played two, against the two last players time. control him. Did you watch the video on him? Uh, yes. It's really weird. Two it players is strange, control him. Actually. So I don't know who was playing familiar. last night, but they weren't super good. So well, you have to coordinate really well. We're always talking over Skype, so we may be able they to must be doing it too, though. You'd have to, especially because if you pick him. You would have to get selected with someone else who picked him, I suppose. Yeah, they have to pick it because you need two player because he, he counts as two heroes. Okay, let's. You're really, I'm glad you brought this up. Um, I don't like the way this character is being distributed. So you had to go to BlizzCon, you yeah, have yeah. Then you have to play with someone who, who has, has it. him. So you need to know someone who went so to BlizzCon. You, yeah, or someone who knows someone who knows someone who knows someone. So you have to find <laughs> well, someone. You can buy him too, I would imagine. No, you can't, though. Oh, you can And can't? I don't know if they're going to make it so that you can or not. That's what I'm saying. If you can't buy it any other way, I don't like that. So, cause that so means then there's, that no, there's no hope we would be able to I don't know anybody. Yeah, I don't know about that. So I'm not going to get it. Yeah. That's annoying. I, mean, I, I, I guess you could probably go to Reddit and be like, hey, someone help me can out. Can I play with you, yeah. please? But that's really annoying. Um, I thought you could at least buy them with gold or money. Not that I can see it. Um, Maybe though. I'm hoping eventually, like in like a couple months. I'm I'm fine with this later. But to have a, a, com- a competitive game like this and not have some characters be available with at least he would never be available. He would never be used in a competitive way. Still though, it's that type of game, right? Yeah, you're right. You're right. I agree. But I got a couple of news to get through real quick. Blade and Soul release dates announced. That's a NC Soft game. Revealed martial arts MMO Blade and Soul will be released in North America and Europe, January nineteenth, twenty sixteen. Uh, don't know much about the game, but our friend uh, Lorne really likes yeah, the game. Right. He's, He's like all obsessed with it. Yeah, and I. It's free to no. play, so that's kind of cool. But he said that the free to play is not free to win; it's mostly aesthetics. And yeah, stuff, so. yeah so. it looks it looks okay, but I don't. I'm not going to play this. I don't want to play any MMOs. Um, enhanced 1080p PS4 Beyond Two Souls and Heavy Rain release dates announced. So, Quantic Dream has confirmed the release dates for its upcoming PS4 ports that's of Beyond awesome. Two Souls and Heavy Rain. It's uh, November 24th. Oh, shit. That's really soon. Priced at $30 as a digital only game. Boo. And Heavy Rain's PS4 edition, meanwhile, is slated. That's for Beyond Two Souls. And uh, Heavy Rain's PS4 edition is slated to launch on March 1st, also as a digital game. So there you go for people who are interested in that. I didn't realize that they were 
uh, digital, so I don't care anymore. <laughs> I, I have, uh, I think I have them both for PS3. Uh, Xbone version of Dinosaur, this is for Cobb. Xbone 1 version, Xbone 1, Xbone version <laughs> of Dinosaur Game Arc oh, yeah, coming very that. soon. I saw that. So, Which is weird, because that game's not even, it's still in beta on Steam. It says, uh, developer studio Wildcard has teased that its release is imminent for Microsoft's console. I have nothing else to give you other than that it's imminent, but it's, uh, hey, you know what? Look forward to that. I have another fascinating news for me. So, EverQuest. Have you heard of EverQuest? Yes. Classic. 1999. I've played it too. I think we both have a similar experience of wandering around. Not playing around, very much. <laughs> getting lost and dying. So, that came in 1999 as an MMO. Uh, it was a sequel EverQuest. as well. And then, like, another half sequel when EverQuest, yeah, like, built yeah. or something. EverQuest 22nd expansion is available now. It, so, the long-running MMO's uh, broke expansion, Broken Mirror, is now live. So I just found it fascinating that this game is... So is this an expansion for EverQuest 1? Yeah. Wow. How do people were still playing it? I didn't know. I didn't. I figured people were still playing on, like, you know, like, layered like servers. Their own servers type things. But, yeah. but to get, like, actual updates from them, that's crazy. And there's also uh, EverQuest 2's 12th expansion, Terrors of uh, Thalambra. Flambra. Flambra. It's Flame, also live. Flame bras. Tears of flame blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, so the second sequel is getting its 12th update, and this one is getting its 22nd. 22nd. Isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I thought it was just interesting that it's still being updated after all these years. Another another piece of news, Final Fantasy Explorers has revealed uh, 21 jobs. Yeah, I saw that. And I don't have the link now, but uh, a bunch of classes. We should play this. You and I should oh, play Oh, I'm going to play it. Yeah, but like we should play the shit out of this. Because yeah. it's, it's like four players, um, kind of like an MMO style, like just tanks and healers and yeah. DPS. Hey, maybe you can get a CD for the 3DS. We yeah. can all play it. And they release an expansion every year for EverQuest. For EverQuest 1? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. That there was one... That's crazy. More than one a year. More each year since 2008. Crazy. Wow. I mean, one. Just one, right? Yeah. Before that, there were more. Multiple, yeah. But th- this is an old game. Yeah, that's cool. I played it for... I think I was playing it on PlayStation. I played that when I was in high school. Yeah. School, I, played, I, was, I was in, like, junior high when I played it. Yeah, that's, I think I played it in, like, 2000. I got so fucking lost. TBS from 97 is still alive, and, and I, I, that's the one that I... Played. Oh, right. Tibia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Tibia. Ultima, Tibia. like, Dark Age of Camelot and Ultima, I think, still had sub support up to recently, if not still. All right. So that's all the news I got. Yeah, yeah, news? Uh, one more quick one. Um, yeah. Mother 3 is coming for Wii U. Oh, yeah. that's pretty no, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. Um, yeah. Right like now, that. though, it's slated just for Japan, so we don't know if oh. we're getting it in All North right. America. Well, that'll be like 18 years from now. Yeah, yeah. but they already announced that, uh, I think it was 83, that they announced that Mother 1 was coming for Wii U. It hasn't come yet? Well, it, it's all right. The Mother 1 is, is available that, right? for Wii U. I think it's out now. Yeah. Um. So hopefully they will do the same thing with Mother 3 and make it North American release. God, I've rushed on all of us. I'd love to play it, because I'm very familiar with Earthbound, but I've never played any of the Mother games, so I'd well, love to play Well, you played Mother 2. Yeah, yeah, but it's different. It's only three. Played, I know, you but... You played 33% but, of them. But they're, they're, they play really differently, because a friend of mine was playing it, and it almost has, like, a rhythmness to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The original one. So, it, I, I kind of want to try them, because I love Earthbound. But Bam. It's very different. Cool. All right, let's go to our topic. Up next, up next, last week we did uh, games to movies. Now we're doing movies to games. Whoa. Bam.
Alright, we're back. So, I'm gonna start this this off with a quote from an article, actually, from a Polygon article, and I'll, and I'll post the link to it. Um, so this is just a quote from them, from their, like, history of this stuff. So they said, The movie game business didn't pick up Steam until 1982, around the release of Disney's cyberspace adventure film Tron. Tron spawned a handful of video games that found a great popularity in arcades, popularity that uh, Atari and Mattel's Intellivision found a hard time matching. Now, a little bit later on the article, they, they talk about Death Race, 1976 arcade game, uh, published and developed by uh, arcade game specialist Exidy, was based in the 1975 cult film Death Race 2000. So it came out a year later. The film was set in a post-apocalyptic America in which citizens get their kicks watching a deadly coast-to-coast -coast road race. In this top-down racing game, players run down on screen gremlins that turn into tombstones on the road that they must avoid. Uh, Death, Death Space was the first video game to spark violence in games debate, at the time earning the ire of major news outlets including NBC and CBS, as well as the National Security Safety Council. And I got a little more information on that game from Wikipedia. So, a little more information on the gameplay. In the game, one or two players control an on-screen car with a steering wheel and an acceleration pedal. The object is to run down the gremlins who are fleeing the vehicle. And as you hit them, they scream or squeal and are replaced on screen by tombstones. This is I've actually watched the gameplay. It looks terrible. It's cartoony. I don't know. No, it's, it's like a black screen with pong graphics, obviously. Oh, is it? Okay. Yeah. Okay. This, so I don't know where people were freaking out. So <laughs> this increases the challenge of the game as the screen clutters up and the player has to avoid the tombstones. And the game was designed by Howell Ivy. The cabinet is a black and white graphics of a muscle car racing through a cemetery with a vulture in a tree looking on. The marquee and the, and the monitor uh, bezel are colorful. A limited number had white sides with the artwork in black instead of the reverse. It was in an upright standard style, and uh, GameSpot writes, Web Lore claims only 500 copies of the game were made with only several known to exist by the late 1980s. And although the graphics are primitive and monochrome, the gremlins re resembled stick figures, and the game's working title had been Pedestrian. In spite of Exidy President Pete Kaufman's denial that the intent of the game was to promote violence, Death Race provoked media criticism, and the National Safety Council called it gross. Quote. <laughs> <laughs> the CBS News Program's 60 Minutes broadcast an investigation of psychological impact of video games, and the game was covered on NBC's weekend news show and in the National Enquirer. Death Race is listed on several most controversial video game lists. Ah, so since I have not played it, and I'm assuming you guys haven't, I have no first-hand experience other than the video I watched, but... I didn't know that it was that old, but that's the first movie game that I could find. It, I love hearing these stories of how, like, oh, this is yeah. so much controversy like that. And I was watching uh, Nightwatch playthrough the other day, and it's like, that game is so... It's tame. tame, right? It's very tame. And, like, the villains are so just, like, cartoony the way they lumber around. Yeah. And it's just like, but that was a huge thing. That was thing. a huge thing. Um, and that this one as well, right? This is like... And look at video games today that are just, you know... Ten times worse than those games would ever be. So people I just, can play find, nowadays too, though. Oh, I know, but it's just it's kind of funny how they even considered those games. I know, like you're looking entry. back at the differences, like like I couldn't think of. There's not much more permanent than this game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, I figured it's a good way to, to kick off the movies, the game. Uh, the next one I want to talk about, which I want Sage to talk about, actually, is the ET game. You know, that was that was uh, the the what last big. The big one before the small crash in the eighties that is infamous, but you you know a lot about Atari and ET and stuff. So I was curious if you had any insight. Well, the the story of of ET in this is also one of the earliest examples of, of video games based on movies. Yes, exactly. Um, but the story behind it 
and the story around it and the aftermath is, is actually more famous than the game itself. Like, yeah. I mean, the, the, the game is, is really famous because it's bad because of the crash of 1983 and all that. The game itself is really not that bad. It's pretty generic and yeah, kind of, of that time, right? Yeah, the problem is that in precisely because it was based on a movie and a really successful movie, right, yeah. they secured their rights on Ju- no, July of 1982 mm-hmm. with the intention of releasing a game for the Christmas season. I mean, that's crazy. That is right? very crazy. Because you have just, what, like two months or three months to, to, to develop a complete game. Mm-hmm. Now, that sounds crazy by today's standards, but back in the day, games were developed by just the one developer. Um, they were the designer, the programmer, and everything, and everything. And these were times that were acceptable. The problem, the problem really wasn't. Uh, well, the guy is called Howard Scott Warshaw. Yeah, and he, and he's cocky. Yeah, and the, the, there's a movie in there. It's called uh, Atari Game Over. Right, that we recommend everyone to see. It's really interesting. Yes, and and. We got a lot of first-hand information because the guy is telling the story, right? Yeah. So really, the, the, there's nothing conspicuous about about the fact that he developed a game in five weeks or whatever. Yeah, it was like like less than two months. The problem was the expectations from Atari and, and its parent company, which at, at the time I think it was Warner or something like that. Mm. Um, they were expecting to sell like like crazy, right? So I think they ordered more copies of the game than than there were consoles, I think. <laughs> yeah, you're right. It was like one for every console or more. Yeah. This is something that they, they, they did for Pac-Man 2 the, the previous year, which was kind of successful because it, it sold like 7 million, but the game was awful. So the quality of the games um, was really the problem that, cr- that ultimately uh, caused the 1983 car- uh, crash. So, of course, the game was awful. They ordered a bunch of cartridges, People were, were, were like kind of like fed up yeah. with the, the increasing bad quality of games. Because it wasn't and just E.T. I mean, Yeah, it wasn't just E.T., but E.T. was like dropped up. Yeah. You know. It's because of the expectations with that, because that, that movie was so popular, right? And, and the, the, the history or, or the, rumor, the rumors of that, that time is that people were returning the game in masses. Yeah. To the point where, well, well it wasn't making any profits and it was... Uh, uh, the reception for the game critically was bad, and it was one of the uh, biggest commercial uh, uh, failures, and that ultimately uh, caused the 1983 crash of video games. Yeah. So the game itself is pretty. Yeah. But like, at, it's it's pretty standard for the times, though. Exactly. Because it's it's kind of it, it only got blown out of such proportion because it was one of the first. It's probably the first game that was really hyped. Sounds that, like it. Right? Well, and, I mean, Pac-Man and... Yeah, but, hyped too. but like, those were games where I mean, they already kind of knew about and they were porting them over to stuff, right? right. Um, like, this was a brand new game based on a very popular yeah. movie, so people were just getting super hyped about it, and then I don't think they realized what kind of a cryptic, weird game it was <laughs> going to be, right? Um, yeah. But it was, it was very standard for games at the time. And it's hard. Like I've never played it, but I've seen it, and like it's just a hard game to to play, and even harder to master. Have you played it? Mm, I've think, only seen gameplay. I've I think played I played it. it on an emulator. Well, yeah. Or 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 yeah, I played it on a, on an Atari. Uh, what is it? Twenty something hundred. Yeah, twenty six hundred. Yeah. Who is? Uh, confuse those numbers. Yeah, I, I think I played it, but it's it. 
a lot of the games from that era, they're confusing. Yeah, they, they, they are. They're really, oh, really confusing. Very, very yeah. confusing. There's a Superman game that is really oh, weird, too. I think I've seen some reviews of that one. Yeah, I mean, if you, you see a lot of the uh, Angry Video Game Nerd mm-hmm. videos, uh, he reviews a bunch of, of Atari games, and they're like that. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, well, like... Somebody he, needs to explain this. Yeah, thing. like, he, he draws a comparison between... Uh, the E.T. game and the Raiders of the Lost Ark game. Oh, yeah. They're, they're both very, very cryptic games. And Raiders of the Lost Ark was, was successful because people knew that it was going to be as cryptic as it was. Well, E.T. wasn't because mm. I think people didn't have that expectation. It was a kitty game, right? Exactly. For kids. And then kids were buying it and then they were just like, they're stupid. what do I do? Yeah. Well, the thing is brand recognition, right? So yeah. The game so... The, 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 a movie is so famous and, and they spend so much money on putting... The movie in front of people's faces. Yeah. So um, a video game just is like an extension of that. Well, let me talk about what may be the most popular video game from movie, and that's GoldenEye for N64. That game was huge when that came out. Like, have you? I'm sure you've played, I've played it. it. It was huge back then. Yes, yes. On yeah, I think it's still huge. It, 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 it really. The sequels I, and stuff did not do well. I don't. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. No, yeah, but Goldeneye true. itself, like that game, was so massive. Like everyone I knew was playing Goldeneye. Like it was just what everyone was doing. Is like I'd go over to my friend's house. We're playing Goldeneye. We're playing hmm. Goldeneye. It was so massive. Really, I didn't it, have that experience. Really, I had one friend who played it. I played it with him and a couple other people a couple times. It was all right. Uh, I'm not. A, I wasn't a big shooter fan at all back then. And I also don't like uh, James Bond, so that didn't it, it, help. quite like the game doesn't age too well. Like I've I tried recently. Like it's it's bad, mm. but like it is a very very popular game. Like back people, in its day, yeah, it was really innovative. Never seen a game like that because especially first person shooters at the time were not big. Like they had like Doom and Quake and you know Duke Nukem on PC and things Mm -hmm. like that. But I think this was like the first real successful shooter game on a console. On a console, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. That's that is true. And and that obviously set the way for the success of Call of Duty and. All these other shooter games, yeah, right? Because Doom wasn't a Super Nintendo, but I remember it, it was No, it wasn't huge. It, you're right; it was there, um, but this was this was the first really, really big first-person shooter game for console, and mm. yeah, very popular game. Yeah, the, the controls were quite innovating for the time. Yeah, yeah. Second. I thought it was fun when I played it as a kid, but like I said, that genre at that time didn't understand. I, I like shooter games every now and then now, but back then I was like. You're not an, or a standard Nintendo game, and you're not a JRPG, so I don't want to play you. But, I mean, I did play it. It was okay. But, I don't know. Uh, you're right about its popularity. It's oh, legacy, it's, though. Yeah, it's extremely popular. It's a rare, expensive game, too. So, I'm going to talk about another movie video game, of course, because that's the theme of the show. Ghostbusters. Oh. But not Which the one? NES game. Which one? Not there's, the, a, there's the, a bunch. Not the Ghostbusters Extreme game for PS1, but the good one, Ghostbusters the video game is what it's called. So is this the Genesis? No, one, I I played so I played it for the PS3. It, oh, it oh. came out in two thousand nine. Oh, yeah, it was an action adventure game with shooter third person elements. Uh, it came out for Windows, PS3, and Xbox three hundred and sixty. Uh, that version. They were developed by Terminal Re- Real uh, Reality. There were some other versions too, though, for the PS2, the PSP, and Wii, developed by Redfly Studio. And finally, there's a DS version done by Zen Studios. So. Uh, I think I own the Wii version, but I've not played it. PS3 version is the one I played. So you play as a new hire working for the original Ghostbusters with most of the cast coming back to do the voices. And it's set two years after Ghostbusters 2, 
Dan Aykroyd and Harold Ramis aided the script, which is pretty awesome. And Aykroyd at the time said this is essentially the third movie. Oh, really? Yep. So they they actually got like them as yes, the voice including actors? some of the other guys too, wow. like uh, the guy played Rick um, Moranis. No, not him. He doesn't Rick do any Moranis. acting anymore. But the the ones who played uh, I my 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 brain's fart on me like uh, Janine. Is her name Janine or was it Sigourney Weaver? Like no, no, they're, they're receptionists. Oh, yeah. oh right, and the guy right. who played uh, the douchebag. My brain is just misfiring. I can't remember. <laughs> Anyways, you know, you all know. I who know I'm you're talking, talking about. about it, yeah. And uh, so I didn't finish the game, but I want to go back and do so because it's awesome. It was really fun. It had a lot of the music from the original game, or original movies. A lot of great Easter eggs and references. And another cool thing about the game. Is that the player's HP and weapon info is all in the back of the proton pack? Oh, your I, think, I think you're telling me about yeah. this. Yeah, so it's a great way of integrating the UI. And there's a multiplayer option for the PS3 and 360 version only, but I never played them. Now, the PS3 version, slash that set, uh, had realistic graphics. It actually looks quite good. Uh, but the Wii versions and the PS2 and the PSP and all that stuff, they have like this cartoony style okay. to it. And I don't know how much voice acting is in those ones and stuff. Like I said, I haven't played them, but. I know with the Wii version, you're using the Wiimote instead of the controller. But the game's hilarious. It looks good. It's interesting. You, you go to new places and you also revisit some of the old stuff. You have So your, your hub base is, of course, their base. And it's, and it's like recreated faithfully to the movie. There's like arcade machines in there from the first movie, from the movies, and all this like diagrams and stuff. It's a really cool game. And uh, probably one of the better. Uh, better licensed movie games. I well, play. it's it's kind of an interesting thing because I think a lot of the reason why some licensing games do fail is because they do a direct kind of translation from that movie to the video game, which just doesn't translate well. But with what they did with this, is they kind of like took it's like the same idea of taking that universe, it has but, a spirit but, of the movie, yeah, but really making it its own kind of thing. It's like this isn't a video game based off the second Ghostbusters movie, like he said. You know, this is almost Almost like the third. In his movie. mind, it's the third. You know, right? he wanted to do like uh, Ackroyd wanted to do a new Ghostbusters movie for years, but uh, Murray didn't want to yeah, do it. Yeah. But lots of interest. There's a lot of interesting history about that franchise. I love the Ghostbusters franchise, mind you. Um, Are you gonna see the new one? Yeah, I'll yeah. see the new one, and I hope it's good. Yeah. And so you know, I, I hope so. I, I've, I have good hopes for it. So Murray finally agreed to come and do this. So they, I'm surprised. I am too. Whenever you said the voices, I, I thought you meant like their cartoon no, character, real, voices. real people. So that's why I think at the time Ackroyd had given up on the idea of a third one a movie. It's like, this is the third movie here. Well, we'll take it. Yeah. I remember reading that in, in a, the Nintendo Power Magazine interview at that time when it was coming out. And that's cool. So I got a couple more games like I'm sure you guys do. Seiji, what do you have? Any movie games that you like? I have a topic. <laughs> is right? it this topic? We have ten minutes left. So. I have a topic within this, co- this topic that I think is relevant to both what we do, okay. the industry, and the <laughs> internet, right? So I want to talk about about internet reviewing, specifically video game reviewing, right? So, like, video game... Well, not video game, but in general, uh, media critics, okay. right? So it became a business in, like, the mid-2000s, right? Yeah. But... It, we we can trace it back to one guy, a, a guy that I admire a lot, which is James Rolfe, the, the oh, angry video okay. game nerd. He was really the the, the pioneer of, of that of, type of thing of criticism in, on the internet, and he was the first that I know that actually made a living, and he's still active, and he's great. And we can trace um, his career, or or we can say that his career is 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 partially successful because of bad games, yes, and specifically bad 
movie games because he does. He, yeah, that's a lot he, of what a lot he does. Of early he's, stuff he's, yeah, like that. yeah uh, there, there's like a three part video on the Ghostbusters. Yeah, um, yep. uh, Ghostbusters games. LJN. Oh yeah. We have if, if we talk about movie games, oh, we have to talk about LJN. Yeah, LJ, that's like, true. Like, all of those are true, like yeah. awful. But also um, the fact that they're all all bad. Not all of them, but really most of them. They're conspicuous for being bad. Um, we can say that, that things of because they did such a bad job with them to the point where that it's actually funny to make fun of them. <laughs> that people know that it's a whole industry, really. So I yeah. just wanted to, no, I, I just wanted to point that out. No, you're right. It impacts yeah. us a little bit too. <laughs> yeah, you, no, I, I see what you mean. Like people, he pioneered the whole YouTube ish review of games and retro mm-hmm. game channels and stuff like that. there's a lot there's so many great ones but he was one of the first ones to do it and and like you said he covered so many of these of these games and back to the future yeah the star wars games and stuff yeah. speaking of star wars yeah um another really good really good um video game series are the super star wars games yes it was in my list as well uh they're very very good very very difficult i think we've kind of talked about them here and there before side scrolling uh platforming ish uh action game exactly and you know you get beat em up ish you play different characters uh depending on where you are in, in the story right? it, it, it yeah it does a really good job translating like i kind of mentioned before a lot of the times that's where the games kind of fail is they take the movie and they try to translate directly yeah. what happens in the story to the video game and it just it's not presented well um but everything is you know presented really well it's like you know you do tattooing levels and then you kind of move on and mm. it really progresses through the star wars episodes Darth Vader does not turn into a scorpion exactly or right unfortunately. yeah <laughs> which is a prime <laughs> example of one of the really bad ones uh, one really misunderstood the game itself isn't that bad yeah i guess so but i've never played it but i know have you it. have it yeah i do um, <laughs> So that those are a really good one, and then there's also like the Indiana Jones one for Super Nintendo, which is really really good. I that one. I've never actually played it, but I, I know about I didn't it. Even know it existed. It's actually. really good. It plays just like the Super Star Wars okay, games, cool. Too. Um, but it's just Indiana Jones, but it's really good. The uh, Star Wars ones are probably better because it gives you more characters to play and force powers. And it's fun like playing that. as Luke. Ex- I really oh like well, Luke, Luke is usually your your go to because he can switch between the blaster lightsaber and force powers, which is yeah. just a lot more than anyone else can do. Awesome. Um, In that same vein, yes, Hook for the SNES. Oh, that game's I, I used to love that game really hard yeah. as well, though very hard. So it's based in the movie starring, of course, the late Robin Williams in 1991. Um, I love this film growing up, and I recall renting this game and being terrible at it. Yeah, I owned that game actually way back when. Yeah, and it it, it came out around the time the, the VS, VHS came out, so very very shortly after the, the theater one. So there's a few versions of the game that I did not know this. Uh, there's ones uh, the ones I never played were for the PC, Amiga, Game Boy, NES, and Commodore 64. And they were developed by Ocean. So that's one set of the Hook games, the ones I've never even seen. Now, however, uh, Sony ImageSoft created the game for the SNES. That's the awesome one that, that I and Lef have played. So the SNES version is a side-scrolling platformer game, very much similar to Super Star Wars in that style. Uh, it's awesome, and it looks great, too. And levels are accessed via an overworld map, sort of similar to the Mario games, so like Super Mario World and 3. You play as this cool version of Peter Pan... And have a flight meter. Although when you die, you turn the fat Peter Pan. Yeah, which is kind of funny. And you also have a sword, which is cool. And there are a bunch of enemies in the game, although I can't recall many of them from the movie. Man, <laughs> I could only get to like this third level. It was so hard. I've played it this year. Oh, yeah? I didn't beat it yet, but I got pretty far in, actually. 
so the, one other thing about the game is the music is awesome and adapts the music from the movie, which is really good too, but has that classic, I was listening to it last night, that classic <laughs> SNES feel, you know, listening to like some of the, the, the vocal songs, but it's in like the, the, the noise of, of SNES and it was great. I, I love that game, and I was terrible at it as a kid too. It's but, but if you played as an adult, it's actually not as hard. Oh, really? as really, not as hard as I remember. I'm, it being. I'm curious to try it now. Maybe we should do a top of the barrel. There we go. Yeah, I have one more game. But what about you? Sage? What about games based on movies based on games? <laughs> like Street Fighter. Street, Street Fighter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's Street so Fighter. Bad. The movie. The game. I, it's I so have. bad, man. <laughs> it was like, an arcade game. It's like a digitized. Like John Claude Van Damme. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, it's so bad. <laughs> I have played it. Real quick side note: in the exact same, almost exact same game. I recently ordered Dragon Ball Evolution for the oh, PSP. Yeah, yeah. So that's not now. Dragon Ball is of course an anime. However, the uh, so the Dragon Ball PSP game based on the crappy movie is actually almost a reskin version of our earlier Dragon Ball game for the PSP. That's good. So the gameplay for the game. Is actually good, but it's it's reskinned with crappy versions Digitized. of the actors. Is it like digitized yeah. them? Yeah, yeah so good. that's not exactly like, the same, but it is a game based off a movie. It's actually, like taking so. a good game and just like making it worse. Yeah, I can't, I'm so excited <laughs> to get it. I ordered it on Monday, so it'll be here sometime soon. I'm, I'm looking, I've been waiting to find it in the, in the wild, but it never comes around, so I ordered it and I'm excited. Uh, what do we get another game? Well, I got a really shitty one. Okay, um, what is it? It was actually based off it, one of my favorite movies of all time as well. When I was younger, anyways. But they made a movie out of Fight Club. <laughs> Did they? Wait, oh, sorry, a video a, game. A, game out of Fight a video Club? game out of the movie Fight Club. Did they really? Yes. Um, For PS One, uh, PlayStation Two. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And it uh, roughly has a. Uh, 2.5 out of 10. Oh, that's a good score. <laughs> um, it's just, it looks awful. I was watching a video on it today, and like the game, it looks bad, it plays bad. There's nothing that looks good about this game. And it was just, you know, it was such a like crazy, like psychological thriller type movie. movie. Yeah, it's a great movie, but there's no reason to turn this into How a, could that be? A, it's a fighting game. Yeah, right? that's so but, stupid. But like, it's though, just, but... there's no reason. To have they, like it was really accused of just like trying to cash in on the success. Uh, if of, like, I see that, I'm gonna pick it up. Yeah, like if I see it, it exists. It's really bad. And then one other quick, really, really bad one. Yeah, yeah. is the Charlie's Angels game. Oh. Uh, from 2003. I've heard of that, <laughs> but I've not played that. It's either. extremely bad. Um, I once again, I was watching a video on this one today, and like just glitchy. Just is the word. And the game is just so terribly glitched. I'm trying to see what... I hate... Uh, 23.74%. Oh, that's pretty so, great. You know, pretty, pretty low, pretty low. Um, so yeah, those are... Though I've just kind of looked up worst games of all time, so movies, and those are the, the two. I want to end my part on a positive game. A great game for PS2. Spider-Man 2. That was a really, really yeah. good game. So, Spider-Man is, of course, one of my all-time favorite superheroes and has actually a few awesome games. This one in particular was based on the second movie's license. Uh, this came out around the time that people were dry-humping GTA 3. <laughs> <laughs> and all kinds of games were adopting that open-world, do-anything sandbox kind of feel. So the game came out in the GameCube, PS2, and the classic Xbox. It was developed by Treyarch, who has done some other stuff that people like, Call of Duty or something. Um, I know the story was based on the second movie and expanded, but I didn't really care about that. It was the way the game played that was best. I don't think there's been a Spider-Man game before or since that played and felt like this. Yeah, you really feel like you're Spider-Man. Like, the game had this, uh, 
uh, physics-based algorithms that simulated Spidey web swinging in three dimensions. It was very, very fun. You could anchor each web on buildings, and you could hang there. Yeah. And, and you went to web swing. You really had to get a feel for the rhythm of of using. I think it was the trigger buttons. Yeah, it was really it good. Was awesome. Um, the fighting got very monotonous. Yeah, I didn't care about that though. But but I, only overall, web swung. Yeah, the web, web swinging is. <laughs> I would just web so swing around, fun. jump on people, and then keep going. I love that. That's how I played GTA games back then too. Was just run around and uh, web sling. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> do not ever do the story. I don't like. I don't really care about crime stories. Um, so I love that game. It was critically well received, which is rare for modernish yeah. uh, licensed games. Did you play the Spider-Man game for DS? Which one? I don't know which one. I think it's based off one of the movies, but it was so bad. No, it um, was ridiculously bad. I think I still have it. There was a Spider-Man uh, port of one of the console ones, Edge of Time. And I knew people who worked in that one. And that that one was for DS, I think. Oh, okay. I don't think it was. It wasn't bad. Okay. So. This one is really bad. You just die for no reason. Oh, that sounds bad. Yeah, it was really bad. A few other quick mentions. Disney's Aladdin for the Genesis. Yeah. And SNES. And for I, I hear the Genesis one, I think, has the superior soundtrack. Superior graphics. Graphics. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, more platforming, combat-based versus the... SNES, which is more puzzly. Uh, I beat this Platforming, SNES I think. One. I can't remember. I beat this. That's cool. It's a hard game. It is tough. Game. I played that one at, when it was out too. I rented it. Yeah. I got really stuck at the one part. But is it the Cave of Wonders? Yes. The carpet. Yep. Yeah. I don't think I ever got past yeah, that. That took a lot of trial and error. And uh, Jurassic Park, Genesis, and SNES. You know, I don't know how much I would say these were. Like, I played the SNES. I like them, but they're not <sighs> great. Okay, they're not great. So the Genesis one is a shoot, like a side scroll, contra is shooting kind of. Side-scrolling game, you know, not like a running gun, but you have guns and you're yeah. shooting dinosaurs and stuff. And it had like more realistic graphics, like uh, not digitized, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. versus the SNES one, which is a top-down cartoony mm-hmm. one where you also shoot things. But like I said, it's it's like I guess top-down Contra, yeah, <laughs> and it's fucking hard and confusing. I can never get past the first compound. I had no idea think, what was going. I think kid. they have like a first-person like 3D part. I think so. Yeah, as well. Which was really, really hard to navigate. That game was... I never got far, but it, I liked the way it looked. Yeah, you're right, you're right. But I think, I think what, to me, it was those 3D parts that were really bad, the first person. Yeah. That, that's when the game turned into a bad game. You know, I have a, a game for the uh, Game Boy Advance. It's Jurassic Park DNA Factor. Didn't even know it existed. I just saw it in, like, a bin somewhere. And uh, I played a little bit of it. It wasn't good. I, I could have... <laughs> DNA Factor. DNA, yeah. Um, Willow for the NES. Did you guys play that? No. It's good. It's like a Zelda game. Uh, it sounds kind of familiar. Willow was a popular fantasy movie in the 80s, and I've never seen it, but I know people love it, and I bought the game this year because I heard so much good things about it, and it's it's a pretty cool game, like a little RPG adventure game. Uh, yeah, it's, it's good. And finally, Tarzan for the PS1. Cool. Side-scrolling 3D game, 2.5D game. Yeah. yeah. And uh, it's kind of slow. Like, I played it this year as well. I played the first level to refresh myself, and uh, it, it is a little... It's not fast like a Mario game or a Sonic game. But it's it's still fun and it looks good and it, and it, it for for that type of genre it's not like an A plus game but it's like it's good you know worth checking out it's cheap too so if you ever like if you collect games and you want to grab a, like a silly fun game like that then that's a good one to grab one more game and it's it's relatively new and I haven't actually played it but it my interest has peaked on it and it's like a, the Mad Max game oh that, I that, have that yeah yeah, yeah. Do you really yeah I haven't played it I, I grabbed it I bought it for myself. 
but mostly so Megan could play. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it looks cool. You like customize your car, mm-hmm. and you know it's Warner Brothers game, so it's kind of like has it's for the PS4, right? Yeah, and yeah. Xbox probably, probably. Yeah, um, it looks cool. It kind of has like that type of feel of you would have almost in like a one of the Batman Arkham yeah. games kind of thing. It looks kind of cool. So I might I, play it sometime. Yeah, yeah. I'm curious to check it out. Um, so that might be a, a good example of a recent one. Yeah, so. that's a good point. Uh, and there's some Wreck-It Ralph games, mini small games. Yeah, kind of. Like but uh, there was an iOS. They were on iOS for a while only, so I never played any of them when it came out. But I know there was some based on that movie, which is kind of fun because they're based on. Yeah, it's based on a video game. There's a lot of crappy licenses. Most games after like the SNES era were crappy ones, with the exceptions being the ones we've mentioned that are actually still good despite being released later. Like the Iron Man game was bad and. The Thor game wasn't wasn't good either. Like those games, you just look at them like their covers are just like images from the movie. It's so lazy, and then the games just aren't good. Superman sixty four. Superman. Well, that's based on the cartoon. <laughs> also not good. Superman Returns for the Xbox. Yeah. Now that one did something a little interesting in that it it's not good. It's a bad game, but it Superman is a character that's super powerful. Obviously, like one of the most powerful fictional characters ever, and so they made the health be the city's health. So you lose and the city takes too much damage. That kind of makes sense. So I like that because Superman, you know, is that powerful. You're not going to be really... It always... Okay, because I've played the older Superman games where, where enemies, like, thugs are punching him and they're taking and just, Superman's yeah. health down. It's like a... It's a standard beat-em-up game. I think it's a Death and Return of Superman for the arcade. And yeah, that's that the one. So Superman's getting punched by, like, regular thugs and robots. And she's like, come on. So I like the idea. That was a, that was a creative way of adapting the character, yeah. which... I like about that. And I, I I don't know. I don't know how I would do a Superman game. I, I don't know. I like Superman. I would love to play a game where I could feel like Superman. Yeah. Like flying through rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, picking up cars. I hear people love And then that. flying through more rings. <laughs> and then you only have five seconds to react. You know that game's price has gone up? Oh, really? It's like 30 or something. It used to be like yeah, five bucks. Much, but still, like, but still it's enough infamy for a is what's game. put its game yeah, money definitely. up. It's not worth that much money. Yeah. Any other games that you like, Sage? You good. I'm good. He's good. You're good. There's more. Uh, there's lots more. Do you have any experiences that you want to tell us about? We'll we'll bring them up next time. So yeah, I forgot about the uh, Street Fighter, the movie, the game. Yeah, he, well, you guys yeah. mentioned that. Um, is there any other like that? They do a Mortal Kombat. I don't know. I don't think so. I was trying to remember that. Yeah. Yeah. When you're on Street Fighter, I was thinking that too. I don't think so. I hope not. It would have been cool that the Mortal Kombat game. Were actually like illustrations, like Street Fighter style. Because <laughs> the Street Fighter went yeah, more yeah, Kombat style. Yeah, because the size of the movie is like a cartoony, like like stylized version yeah. of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be uh, interesting. Actually, as a side note, I bought this Alice in Wonderland game for the DS recently, and it, it's kind of based on the movie that came out a couple years ago, but yeah. it's super stylized, so it looks nothing like the movie, but it's based on that one. And it's actually supposed to be a very solid platforming game. Oh. And I haven't got around to playing it yet, but it was cheap and it looked really cool. Really, really distinctive art style. So that might be an example of a good one. I'll let you know someday when I play it. <laughs> yeah, hopefully. Uh, yeah. But, you know, I see those games like Big Hero 6 and stuff for 3DS. And I don't even really want to give it a chance because I just have no like hope for it. But, you know, you'll, you'll be surprised sometimes. Sometimes they're you, good. You know but... what? You might be. They may sometimes... Especially like with Spider-Man is a good example of them using a mechanic that you wouldn't really see in any other game. Yeah. So a lot of the time these games do have the potential 
So oh, we did definitely worth checking out. We didn't mention the Lego versions of oh, games. Of Those are all game. like if you played one, you pretty much played Two, all of yes, them. Yes. But they're good. They're decent. They're solid at yes. what they do. And uh, there's an Avengers one coming out next year. I don't care about them anymore because I played enough that I don't really. I played all the Star Wars ones, and then I felt like I didn't really need to. They play cut anymore. some of the ones have voice acting I like more. I, I really want to play the Jurassic Park ones. Oh yeah. Uh, I think my I think Marshall bought. It actually, they look fun. So when I see that cheap, I'll pick it up for like Wii U or something. But... I hear the Lego Movie video game is pretty good. Right. Uh, yeah, I played the Marvel Superhero one for PS4 when it, that was one of the games I bought at launch because there wasn't much choice. <laughs> it was pretty cool. So you know, the Lego games in general are good, but you know, if you've played a bunch, you've played all of them. But uh, yeah, those are those are yeah. solid movie games. Kind of, well, they're movie. They're based on the movies, so. The Jurassic Park one uses voice clips from yeah, them. Yeah. They're, they're, you know, they're a really weird take on the movies, but those are another versions of movie-based yeah. games that are good. So I think that's good for today, guys, right? I'd say We've gone over a little bit, but you know, there's lots to talk about, so that's a sign of a good topic, I think. And then Sage gets picked topic for next time, so you better bring a real doozy. It'll yeah, probably be a does. list or something. Actually, one more thing. Oh, uh, game Facts yes, is going on yeah, right now. Probably. The big annual vote down, uh, like bracketed contest. I don't think it's over. It's not over yet. People should be feel free to go and check it out. Uh, so basically, it's this huge bracketed tournament where you vote one game pitted against the other. So you vote your favorite. And they usually, I've seen them do character video game characters before. Yeah, that used to be the classic ones. I don't know if I've seen them do full on games. I haven't. Maybe they have, but the I last year right? like so. Is this... um, but it's fun. I'm having a lot of fun. I've, yeah, been, I've been voting for who I think should win. Yep, same so. here. Or, or try to, or I would try to be objective. If I if I played both and I think one's better, I voted for the better one. Yeah, sometimes but, sometimes if I haven't played either, I'll still vote for the one that I think I yeah. may enjoy more. But I feel bad about doing the esteemed uh, Bloodborne was, was, was knocked yet. out by FF12, yeah. which I voted for, which I thought was the, the malarkey. Uh, uh, FF12 was great. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so I think we went, when that's done, I think we should discuss. Would you guys be happy if any of the Final Fantasy games ended up? Yeah, I'd be happy. And, yeah, I, would, and I imagine Seven will get up pretty I high. Imagine, I don't think it'll no, win. I don't. I don't imagine any of them's gonna win. But I wouldn't be surprised Seven makes it pretty far. In the old tournaments, Cloud and Link, Cloud and Link and Mario and Sephiroth all used to win those or yeah. come in the, like the last. We're always places. the most popular. Characters. Yeah, almost always. Anyway, so we'll talk about that when it's done. Maybe next week or the week after, and we'll just kind of discuss. It'd be interesting yeah. to see who did lost you, to what. Yeah. Did you see that Chrono Cross beat? Yeah, I did. I was surprised. I voted for WoW actually. Yeah, despite yeah. liking Chrono Cross quite a bit. Wow, I know is, it's just. But WoW is massive. Yeah. And lost to Chrono Cross. So, Very really surprised. Weird. So that'll be, we'll, we'll, yeah, we'll talk about that talk in the future. That, yeah. I think that'll be a fun conversation. And GameFAQ is a cool site. So check it out. We're not endorsed by GameFAQ in any way. <laughs> uh, you can check it out on CartridgeClub.org though, where we are somewhat endorsed. So you can check there. We don't get anything from them, but you know, it's a cool site. And uh, YouTube, we have another video going up this week. Arrow came out last week, part one, part two is coming out. Uh, <laughs> Game Talk might come out someday with Dragon Power. And uh, maybe, the, maybe that blog that you started will be finished. It's halfway there. Yeah, so lots of things to look forward to. So thanks for listening. This is Rob. And Matt. Have a good one. <laughs>